0: Yet again, the mayor of Oklahoma City has been tested and challenged by tragic circumstances. The latest giant tornado to strike the Oklahoma City area and its suburbs on Monday destroyed entire neighborhoods, left at least two dozen dead, hundreds injured. Joining us now is the mayor of Oklahoma City, Mick Cornett. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the show. Hello there. Um, You are in extraordinary footsteps in terms of stepping up and providing leadership to a community that really, really needs it. How are you feeling right about now?
1: You know, a little overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, I, I sense that we're dealing with a lot of the, the physical um, uh, additives that come with an event like this, but uh, that the emotional side will will hit us starting later in the week when we, when we have to bury those kids that died in the grade school. I think that's when the community is really going to need the world's help.
0: And, uh, you know, we... We are so grateful to the members of your community who have been with this program from the beginning, and we've heard from some of them, and uh, there's a real sense of connection, I think, around the country to uh, the people in your city.
1: Well, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for that. We are hearing from people all over the world, and a lot of people um, uh, understand what we're going through and, and wish they could do more to help us. Um, and you know, it's, it's, there's nothing easy about this. The level of destruction at the, at the ground zero part of the storm was just, uh, unimaginable. I don't see how anybody survived it. And yet we know hundreds did. So there's, there's lots of heroic stories out there, but at, at this point, a city almost has to grab hands and pull each other up.
0: Well, give me a sense of the priority list as you see it, uh, on, on this day.
1: Well, I, I think we're we're moving out of search and, and rescue and into trying to get people whose whose house were damaged or destroyed back into the neighborhood so they can take a look around. And in the Oklahoma City side of, of the equation, uh remember this is, has touched several municipalities or at least more than two. Um we've gotten people back where they can, you know, touch their property again, see it and, 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 and try to, you know, to try to figure out what to do next. On the Moore side it's it's a little little more difficult. they their resources are a little smaller than ours and the need a little bit greater. So it's taking a little bit longer on that side. So I think today we start with a lot of the physical aspects of it, and then there's the utility side. You've got to get electricity restored and some of the other you know, attributes of a modern community. And uh, and then later in the week, I suspect you know the, the funerals for the now twenty to thirty people who lost their lives on Monday um, will will begin, and and I and I think that's when uh, when we're really going to going to need each other.
0: Explain how in uh, because partly because of the situation in 1999 when you had the uh, May Fourth uh, tornadoes that in times like these, the sort of city-suburb borders seem to go away, and there's a real sense of the whole metro area together.
1: Well, you know, tornadoes know no boundaries. They don't, they don't seem to care where streets are or corridors. They're certainly not city uh, lines. And so they attack and almost always, uh, you know, impact more than one governmental body. So in this case, you have uh, two cities, uh, uh, one county. Um, uh, you know the state and the federal government, and that encompasses a, a lot of different agencies. You know whether you're talking about uh, you know how to how to deal with insurance or first responders, and you know I, I think fortunately at least here in Oklahoma City we work pretty well together, and there are mutual aid agreements and, and a lot of uh, training that takes place. You know in in in, uh, in times when you when you don't need it. And so when these things occur, uh, you know, our first responders get after it. We've also, through the years, invested heavily in public safety. Our our citizens time and time again have spent tens of millions of dollars, you know, making sure that our public safety officials have the training and the tools that they need. And we're using all of those resources now.
0: And, you know, I really I hate to intrude on your grief and the emotional uh, issues there, but I'm just wondering, what is it like to hold someone's hand and say the time for Search and rescue is over, and the time to sort of move into the rebuilding stage is is upon us. That's really your heaviest responsibility on some level.
1: Well, you know, we have we have limited experience in this, but in, in 1999, um, you know, when we were kind of at the stage we're where nearing, there was only one person that was unaccounted for and um, ultimately that person was found as well. But they had had been uh, pulled out of a moving vehicle apparently by the storm and then sent quite a bit of ways away. And so although they had found the car, they couldn't find the person, and ultimately they were they were found in, in stacks and stacks of debris. In this case, um, I mean, literally, I, I visited the site yesterday, and, and there are areas where the debris appears to be three and four feet high, for almost as far as you can see in all directions. And, you know, so you're talking several blocks of this. You know, there's there's no question that there could be people down in there, but the people that are that are professionals at, at this sort of search and recovery, um, they have a lot of confidence in the canine unit's ability to, to find people that are alive. And they have combed those areas, and they, they are convinced that there's nobody else in there. Um, you know, I, I think if there are still missing people, and I don't have verification that there are, there's always going to be people that have hope. And and so it's not that you quit looking as much as you move into a different phase of trying to start to remove the debris. You, you can't leave the debris lying around for a lot of other health reasons.
0: Well, we will be thinking of you later this week when uh, the really difficult task uh, begins. Um, any final thoughts before we go?
1: No, but we appreciate the thoughts and prayers of, of people around the country. I'm hearing from some people I know who first wanted to check on, you know, my safety and my family's safety, but then wanted to know how the city was doing. And we sense, uh, you know, the prayers of the, of the country are, are behind us, and that's helpful. Um, uh, and, and we know we'll pull through this, but we also know it's hard, and uh, we're going to need everybody's support.
0: Well, uh, you've got it, and uh, we'll get you back to work. Uh, Mick Cornett, the mayor of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, thanks so much. You bet. Thank you.